Coffee Break Spanish, Season 4, Episode 32. Hola a todos y bienvenidos a Coffee Break Spanish. Yo soy Mark. Y yo soy Carmen. ¿Qué tal, Carmen? Muy bien, Mark. ¿Y tú cómo estás? Muy bien, muy bien. Con tanto calor aquí sí. en Escocia este verano. Es increíble. <risa> Oye, yo estoy muy contenta, ¿eh? Porque estoy teniendo verano en Escocia y verano en España también. Pues perfecto. <risa> He vuelto de vacaciones otra vez. ¿Otra vez de otra vacaciones? Vez. Sí. Este año, este año estoy teniendo muchas vacaciones. <risa> pues que tienes mucha suerte, ¿no? <risa> estoy muy contenta. <risa> ¿Y dónde, dónde estuviste? He estado en Alicante. ¿En Alicante? Y una también ciudad muy, muy, muy bonita. Muy bonita, muy hermosa. Uh -huh. Muy acogedora. Con sí. playa. La verdad es que me gusta mucho porque uh -huh. tiene de todo. Y también muy buen tiempo. Pues eso se espera, ¿no? Sí, 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 sí. Así que muy contenta. Pues me alegro. Aquí estamos otra vez con otro episodio de Coffee Break Spanish y esta semana estamos leyendo un, un diario de, uh -huh. de María. A ver, a ver qué, qué nos qué cuenta. Pasa, a ver qué nos cuenta. Entonces, como siempre, vamos a escuchar el texto y luego vamos a hablar un poco de ello. Vale, perfecto. Pues vamos a escucharlo. Querido diario, ayer fuimos a cenar al puerto de Andrach, Rory, Alejandro y yo. Teníamos muchas cosas que celebrar. Hace diez días yo ni siquiera conocía al famoso Alejandro y en esta semana hemos pasado muchas horas juntos los tres, cenando, comiendo, tomando el sol en la playa, bañándonos, planeando una aventura... Por increíble que parezca... Juntos hemos hecho historia. Hemos encontrado un tesoro de joyas. De pequeña me encantaban las historias como Robinson Crusoe o La isla del tesoro. Parece mentira que hayamos encontrado un baúl en el fondo del mar. Y todo gracias a las cartas entre mis abuelos y a la obsesión de Rory por bucear. La despedida fue un poco triste, pero sé que nos veremos pronto, en algún lugar. Mis padres volvieron el domingo, pero aún no les he visto. Mañana iré a comer y les pondré al día de todas las novedades. Les llamé ayer para contarles la historia y, claro, pensaban que les estaba tomando el pelo. Luego les llamaré otra vez para decirles que enciendan la tele y pongan las noticias. Mi madre no se lo creerá cuando vea a Rory dando una entrevista. Mi tía Consuelo sí que está enterada de todo. Rory le ha ido contando los detalles, bueno, y está contentísima. Como historiadora de arte, me siento muy afortunada de poder juntar todas las piezas. Me explico. Las cartas cuentan que mi abuelo presenció el naufragio y que mi abuela descubrió a quién pertenecía el barco y qué contenía. Teníamos todos los detalles. Solo faltaba encontrar el tesoro. Y lo hemos encontrado nosotros. Y yo examiné el baúl por dentro y por fuera, con guantes, lupa y en un barco. Increíble. Y además, parece que a Rory le van a dar una buena recompensa económica. La dividiremos entre los tres, así que no me puedo quejar. No sé cuánto dinero es, pero la verdad, no me importa. Ah, y lo mejor es que a Rory le han dado una beca para que haga el doctorado en la universidad que quiera. Así que igual en septiembre podríamos ir a Argentina o México o 
donde queramos. Yo quiero viajar y no me importa irme a vivir a otro país por un tiempo. Podría buscar un buen trabajo ahora que ya soy licenciada. Rory estaría estudiando y podríamos viajar de vez en cuando. Mm, sí, la verdad es que me apetece. Oye, Marc, pero qué emocionante, ¿no? Qué emocionante. Porque tienen la oportunidad de viajar gracias de viajar. A, a Rory. Qué sí. bien. Muy bien. Pues lo que vamos a hacer ahora es leer el texto o hablar del texto en inglés para que todos entiendan perfectamente lo que está pasando. As we know, we are joining Maria for a diary entry in this episode. And it's the day after the night before. Last night, Rory, Alejandro and Maria went for dinner in the port of Andrach to celebrate. I actually got a, a message, a photo from my friend the other day who was sitting having dinner in the port Aww. of Andrach. <laughs> She sent me a photo of that. And that you was, were like, can you check if Maria and if Alejandro and Rory are there? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, as Maria explains in her diary, only 10 days ago, she had never even met Alejandro. Since then, they've spent lots of time together, eating, sunbathing on the beach, swimming and planning an adventure. Together, they've made history. As a child, Maria loved stories like Robinson Crusoe and Treasure Island, and she can't quite believe they've found a treasure chest at the bottom of the sea, just like all these stories, all thanks to her grandparents' letters and Rory's obsession about diving. Todo gracias a las cartas entre mis abuelos y a la obsesión de Rory por bucear. Of course, Maria has now had to say her farewells to Alejandro, but she's sure that they'll see each other again somewhere. Her parents returned on Sunday, but she's not yet seen them. She's planning to do so tomorrow, and she'll update them all on the news. She called them yesterday to tell them the whole story, and they thought she was joking. She says that she'll call them back when she sees Rory on the television and tell them to switch on the news. And her mother won't believe her eyes when she sees Rory being interviewed on the television. As far as Tia Consuelo is concerned, she's fully aware of what's been happening. Rory has been sharing all the details and Consuelo is delighted. As we know, Maria's studies focus on arts history and she's feeling really lucky to have been able to piece a whole story together. The letters recounted the fact that her grandfather witnessed the sinking of the boat, her grandfather discovered to whom the boat belonged, and what it contained. They had all the details, they just needed to find the treasure, and that's exactly what they did. It was Maria who examined the chest inside and out, complete with gloves and magnifying glass, while they were still on the boat. And it seems that Rory is going to receive some kind of financial reward. They'll be sharing it between the three of them, so Maria can't complain. She's quite philosophical about the whole thing. La dividiremos entre los tres, así que no me puedo quejar. No sé cuánto dinero es, pero la verdad no me importa. No le importa. <laughs> But the best thing, according to Maria, is the fact that Rory is going to be given a grant to do his PhD in whichever university he wants. Come September, they may find themselves in Argentina, Mexico, or wherever they choose. Maria is desperate to travel, and she's quite amenable to go and live somewhere else for some time. Now that she's qualified, she could find a good job. Rory would be studying, and they could spend some time traveling. It all seems to be exactly what Maria is hoping for. That's great, isn't it? Perfecto, sí. Muy, muy bien. Okay, I'm going to go back to one of the things that you said there. You actually said the words of, of Maria, Carmen, and you said, we'll divide it between the three of us, so I can't complain. Mm -hmm. La dividiremos entre los tres, así que no me puedo quejar. 
No me puedo quejar. Mm -hmm. An extremely, extremely <laughs> common phrase. Quejarse <laughs> is the verb, of course, to, to, to complain. Mm -hmm. So how would we say, let's give our listeners some things to, to work out on the spot. A challenge. A challenge, sí, un desafío. Your desafío is to translate some phrases using the verb quejarse on the spot. Let's begin with, I don't want to complain, but this soup is cold. <laughs> I don't want to complain, but this soup is cold. Now, given that we are looking at a reflexive verb and we've got a pronoun in there, we can actually do this two ways with our modal verb. Exacto. Let's look at one of them first. I don't want to complain. No quiero quejarme. Now, we could take the me from the end of the infinitive and put it in front of our modal verb. No me quiero quejar. So either way, no me quiero quejar or no quiero quejarme. Pero. Pero, uh -huh, there's a but coming. <laughs> La sopa está fría. La sopa está fría. Okay, the soup is cold. Now, the problem is it may be gazpacho. In which case, oh, okay. it in that case, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, no me quiero quejar. I don't want to complain. Okay, let's let's take another one. What about this morning? He has complained several times. <laughs> this morning, he has complained several times. If we're looking at this morning, which tense should we be using? Preterito perfecto. Preterito perfecto. So the perfect tense. And therefore, this morning, he has complained several times, would be? Esta mañana, él se ha quejado muchas veces. Él se ha quejado, or just se ha quejado, mm -hmm. if we don't need to be specific about who it is that's complaining. He has complained many times, muchas veces. Él se ha quejado muchas veces. Una más, una más. Venga, vamos okay. a por ello. This one, a little more tricky. Don't complain. You've already got enough ice cream. <laughs> Don't complain. You've already got enough ice cream. Okay, this one is a little more tricky because we're using an imperative. An imperative, and I guess we're probably using the to form given the context. Don't complain. You've Mark, already got enough ice cream. Mark, no te quejes, <laughs> que ya tienes suficiente helado. <laughs> It wasn't me I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, no te quejes. The verb is quejar, but because we're using an imperative form here, we take the subjunctive forms and therefore quejar, the A endings become E. No te quejes, don't complain, que ya tienes... Suficiente helado. Suficiente helado. <laughs> Más que suficiente. <laughs> Más que suficiente. You've got more than enough there. So, no te quejes, don't complain. How would we say that in the formal form? No se queje. No se queje. Mm -hmm. Again, using the subjunctive there because it's a, a, a formal command mm -hmm. and it's in the negative. Of course, the formal command in the positive and the affirmative would also be the, the, the queje form, the subjunctive form. Just while we're talking about queje forms, I'm just thinking about a form, uh, actually something that you, you encounter in pretty much every official Spanish building. Yes. 
You see where I'm going here, Catherine? Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know what you mean, exactly what you mean. Yeah, uh, mostly in restaurants and bars, you can find a hoja de reclamaciones, okay, and that's uh, for anyone who's got a complaint about the service, about the food, about anything related to the the place they are the in. Service that yes, they had. can put a, a, an official complaint an and official. go through going through the law process and all that. Yes. <laughs> okay, so there you go. If you if you really do need to complain in, in a Spanish uh, institution or bar so or you know, restaurant, you can do it. You can yes. do it. <laughs> and you'll often see uh, a, a notice up in the bar or mm -hmm. in the restaurant saying if you a, this, a list of yeah, this this place has a, a hoja, hoja de, de reclamaciones. Reclamaciones o quejas. Eh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, sí. so a slightly more formal word, mm -hmm. reclamaciones. Mm -hmm. Okay, eso es todo. <laughs> Muy bien. <laughs> we hope that you don't have any complaints about uh, Coffee so, Break yeah. Spanish. <laughs> and we hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Of course, if you would like to access the full version of this episode, uh, then you can head over to Coffee Break Spanish Season 4. You'll get a full transcript, a full extended version of the audio, of course, plus the bonus listening exercise, which actually is more translation challenges, just like the ones we did in this episode today. So, coffeebreakspanishseason4.com for more information about that. Muchas gracias y hasta la próxima. Nos vemos pronto, amigos. Adiós. This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com.